This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday. You can find us here on YouTube, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. World of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. I want to encourage you right now to subscribe right here on YouTube to this channel. Smash the like button and share a link to our live chat room to everyone you know right there on Facebook. Get them to come on out and tune in and join in the fight against the host of hell. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in. We're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. Gary, good morning to you. Well, good morning, Brother Shannon. If you were Costa Rican, I would say, Buenos dias. Como esta, senor? Buenos dias. Como esta usted? <laughs> Brother Gary, I've decided I want to learn Hebrew, but I don't know the first word. Do you know how to say good morning in Hebrew? No, but I do know shalom. That's about as far as I got. So hopefully in a year... <laughs> I'll be able to speak some Hebrew and uh, praise the Lord. Um, let's see. We're going to get started. Folks, welcome aboard. We're excited to be here with Evangelist Gary Stafford. JustInTimeMinistries.com is his website. Brother Gary, do you want to open us in prayer? Yes, I would love to. Um, oh, Heavenly Father. Almighty God, we call upon you to clear the airways and prepare the hearts of our listeners to hear the promises of God and to be set free from the lies and the plans of the enemy that are numerous and that have clouded our minds and our thinking. At times, uh, bring us into the truth and uh, undergird our faith so that we may stand firm as soldiers of God. Yes, and as we defeat the plans of the enemy and we soak up our spirits with the word of God and God's call upon our lives, 
especially at this time. And we bind all demons of hell, calling upon each other, and the angels of heaven that are there to bring forth the victory. Oh, yes, yes, strengthen our spirits with guidance and direction of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and the only begotten Son of God. Amen. And amen. Amen. Welcome back, Gary. Okay. Well, I tell you, uh, we're going to be talking today about a serious thing, and uh, I would like to say uh, good evening and good day, fellow listeners. It's good to have you back again. And uh, you don't know this, but you're my radio family. And I enjoy being with you and sharing the love of God because God is love. You wouldn't think that there were many people that knew God because there's no love in their hearts, especially at this time. So if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. We have a different program most every week with a different speaker, and today I'll be speaking about the promises of God's Word. Oh, yes, the God's Word that has so much for you. And I will give a testimony of God's love for I have a testimony about the trials and tribulations I faced while seeking God's promises in healing. Also, we'll be having worldwide communion toward the end of the program, so you may want to take a moment to get some bread or a cracker and uh, some wine or grape juice or whatever you'll be using, as God is really more concerned about a repentant heart than what is in the cup. So uh, off we go, and this program is going to be called Trusting the Lord in Faith. Trusting the Lord in Faith. Wow. Well... (laughs) you got to tell me about this. Well, that's what the program's all about. And I have a question for you. How much do you trust God? What? Or maybe I, I should ask, do you trust God? Hmm. Well, I tell you, from my youth, I seldom ask for help from the Lord. I, uh, I'd figure it out, and the question was, how? (laughs) Oftentimes, I spend hours attempting to resolve my problem, never asking God for help. Why? Because I didn't know that he would help. You know, I didn't have that kind of relationship with him growing up. 
But King David, God bless him, had that relationship with him, and look what he had to say in Psalm 46. He goes on to say, God is our refuge and strength. What? God is our refuge and strength on every present help in trouble. Well, I never knew that. But uh, no one ever told me. It continues, therefore, we will not fear though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, and we've seen that happen. Well, we have seen that happen many times in recent years, and more is yet to come. If only I had known there was a God who cares and would lead me through these times of disaster and tribulation. And God knows we've got a lot of them now especially in the Middle East and in the Ukraine and in China and uh, Taiwan. Oh, my God. So (laughs) I thank God I do now have that relationship, and I trust him. Oh, yes, I trust him. You know what? Nothing can happen that... He cannot control. Yeah, and with him at the driver's seat, I can tell you I trust him, and you can too. You know, King David also uh, shared, Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust. Oh, my God, I should have used that for the title. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust. And I know now, and I have peace in every situation. Do you have a peace? No matter what? Well, I do. And I want to tell you, it changes your life. If your fear... And anxiety is paramount right now. Well, you don't want that to control your life or your decisions. You've got to have peace no matter what. And those who know the promises of God and trust him, oh, it's a different ballgame. Of course King David trusted God. With all (laughs) consuming faith. Yeah, and his life was not a bowl of cherries. He got sought after King Saul and tried to, King Saul tried to kill him because he was found favored amongst the people of the nation. And David's faith was so strong in God that he shared his feelings when he wrote his thoughts. 
And you know what? The Psalms tell that story time and time again, and you need to sit down and read the Psalms. I'll give you an example. Uh, Psalm 37. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. What else could you ask for? Wow. He will give you the desires of your heart? When I found out about this, my life dramatically changed. And so will you when you have Jesus in your heart. He can't get any closer than that. But many a person has not opened their heart to let Jesus be Lord of their life. And you say, why? Well, maybe because, like me, I didn't know. So the program is probably uh, to tell you that you can have that relationship and Jesus in your heart, and it's awesome. Can you imagine King David in his closing comments on the portion of the psalm? What did he say? Well, Psalm 37, Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will do this. What? He will do this. The answer that you've been looking for. And, of course, King Solomon, being the son of David, knew great wisdom. And he was sought time and again for his words of wisdom. And uh, he just said in Proverbs, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Yes, and then he went on, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Well, if he makes your path straight, there's going to be shorter path too. And I might add, with great confidence and assurance, it it will be so wonderful to have the Lord lead you and guide you every step of the way. That's why you have peace in turmoil. That's why I pray and uh, do great to receive an answer in prayer for you, Yes, you and me. Oh, I'm telling you. But what is trust? And some people say, I don't know what that means. Uh, Well, let me give you a definition. And uh, the definition of trust 
is confidence in the integrity, ability, character, and truth of a person or thing. Ah, one in which confidence is placed. Well, you don't have that? Well, you, you, you're looking to the wrong people. So you cannot trust without confidence. That's the word that you're missing, confidence in the person. You know, in the Psalms, we're warned not to praise, place our <laughs> place our trust in wealth or weapons or uh, leaders, and, and it goes on in Jeremiah that don't put your faith in man or in works. Why? And it goes on to say in Jeremiah 17.5, Cursed is the man who trusts in mankind and makes flesh his strength and whose heart turns away from the Lord. Well, you know, when you're seeking the answer, sometimes you look in the wrong places. Not a case of turning away from God, but not thinking like I did in my youth. You know, I didn't know. And the thing is, is that you've got to know the promises of God that have been made for your life. And you say, well, the Bible isn't written for me. How do you know that? How do you know that? And he's got many sons and daughters that he's trying to train up for the appointed time. What appointed time? Your destiny. Didn't you know you had a destiny and it was Prearranged in Psalm 139, before you were born, there was a destiny that you were being called to fulfill at the right hour, on the right day, to minister to other people. You know, if we trust God, we will depend on him. For this is what we are created for. You know, Romans 12, verses 1 and 2 says, I urge you, brethren, therefore, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice. When did you do that? You never did? Okay, you see, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God. Wow. Which is your spiritual service of worship. 
And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing, renewing of your mind. In what? How about the word? Knowing his word and what it says. He's trying to lead you. He's trying to guide you. He's trying to prepare you for greater things than you know about right now. It's your destiny. So God must use and control the whole man. And uh, we must depend on God to make our lives work even in the midst of confusion and uncertainty, and God knows we have it. God is not the author of confusion. You see, your independence can destroy what you were meant to be. But the rich fellowship of the Lord and resting in his grace and his provision will not ever, uh, will, uh, you know, will not ever meet every, uh, he will not, uh, his provision will not meet every need of your soul. Resting in his grace and provisions will not meet every need of your soul. That's because of your independence. This is no room for that, for half-heartedness or uh, to be lukewarm. That doesn't cut it. God is calling you to be accountable, to overcome and trust him and trust the plan that he has for your lives. What will happen? You'll have understanding. The confusion and the anxiety is long gone. How about that? (laughs) Could we use that? You better believe it. It, You know, in the book, the Word of God is filled with promises and directions and guidance so that you might not go astray. I take, for example, Second Timothy 2, 7. For God has not given us a spirit of timidity. What I have, but of power and love and discipline. And it goes on to say, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was granted us in Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. And for how long? For all eternity. How about that? And I tell you, it goes on to say in Second Chronicles 
2020, put your trust in the Lord, your God, and you will be established. How about that? You ever wanted to be established? Trust in the Lord, your God, and you will be established. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he will do it. You see, all you have to do is let go and let God. He'll bring forth your righteousness as the light, and the humble will inherit the the land, and, and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity. When was the last time you had abundant prosperity? Now, I can't raise my hand on that one. So uh, maybe I've got some friends out there that also have not known abundant prosperity. And, uh, you know, it goes on in... in, in, uh, as it goes on to say in, in Proverbs with Solomon at the helm, and uh, he goes on to say in three five, three verse, verse three, uh, <laughs> three verse five, trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. And it goes on to say, in all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will come make your path straight. You know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are the first four books of the New Testament. And we find in 633, seek ye first his kingdom, and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. My God. Yeah, it's there for the picking, there for the asking. Yes, seek first his kingdom. And, uh, I tell you, there are those that have a giving heart. And a generous man will be prosperous. And he who waters will himself be watered. Yeah. That's Solomon. Yeah. And he who trusts in his riches will fall. But the righteous will we'll flourish. Yeah, you see, there's everyone in the Bible has words of encouragement, words of revelation, words of relationship that you need. You can turn to, oh, let's see, anyone, uh, uh, how about Isaiah? He's in there. 26, verse 31. The steadfast 
of mind, then will help you in perfect peace. How about that? You have perfect peace? Do you have a steadfast mind? Well, you can have it. And you know why you can have it? Because you trust in him. <clears throat> trust in the Lord forever. For in God we have an everlasting rock. You know what an everlasting rock? It never fails. Never fails. Yeah. And uh, I tell you, I'm a little on the thin side on patience, so um, I have to listen to. And Psalm 40, verses uh, 1, it says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined me and heard my cry. Your what? Your cry for help. Did you ever call out to him for help? And it goes on to say, How blessed is the man who's made the Lord his trust. You see, God knows everything about you. He knows every sin you've committed, every time you doubted, but he's willing to make you into the perfection of his family. Isn't that awesome? Yes. And uh, some people say our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield for our heart rejoices in him. Is that you? Because we trust in his holy name. Let thy loving kindness, O Lord, be upon us accordingly as we have hoped in thee. That sounds like scripture. It is. Psalm 33, 20-22. But, you know, I was talking about Isaiah just as another voice. And uh, it goes on to say in Isaiah 55, in verses 8 and 9, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, says the Lord, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts than your thoughts. I tell you, even in Hebrews, you can, you can turn and find some commentary that, that can be life-changing. And I'm sharing this because of the way that I'm doing it, because I want you to know where you can turn. 
and you can play this program later and get the reference. Hebrews, in uh, Hebrews, our faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Yeah. That's of uh, Hebrews 11.1. 1. I say it often. I had to claim my victories by faith, and faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And without faith, it's impossible. It's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that God is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. So what do I have to do? Trust in the Lord. How long? Forever. For in God the Lord we have an everlasting rock. Remember what I said about that? You know, I can turn to Isaiah again, but I won't. But uh, in righteousness, you'll be established, it says in Isaiah 54. Yeah, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Really? No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Now, where is your relationship? Well, you've had years of religion. That hasn't really uh, worked well for you. I just tell you that you need to seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him right now while he is near. Okay? And I I tell you that uh, you've seen this at sporting events and somebody's uh, holding up a card, John 3.16. Oh, what's that mean? Well, it means John 3.16. No, I mean, what does it mean uh, in John? Well, it says, For God so loved the world. And who's the world? You are. That he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, should not what? should not perish, but have eternal life. Yeah, but you don't know what I've done. Yes, he does. He knows everything that you've done, and no one is excluded. It's a gift if, if you but give your life to the Lord. It goes on to say in verse 17, and most people don't read it, for God don't didn't <laughs> for God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, 
but that the world should be saved through him. Saved. Saved from, from a living hell. He who believes in him is not judged. This means you. And you're also eligible to receive this gift. Regardless of what you've done. That's his openness of heart toward you. There was a plan in his life, and he wants it fulfilled. He wants you to know about it. Will you give him your life? All right? We're going to say a prayer. Of your own free mind and free choice, I ask you to share with me. It's the most important decision of your life. Oh, Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, that he died on the cross for my sins and that conquering death on the third day he rose again from the dead and entered into heaven to sit at the right hand of God the Father Of my own free will, I invite Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, into my heart to be my Lord and Savior, and I will spend the rest of my life giving God all the glory and leading others that they too may have this freedom that I know is mine. Of my own free will, I, I surrender my life to serve a living King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen. And I want you to know that if you've just said that prayer for the first time, it was the most changing decision that you have made in your entire life. And I want you to know that you're now eligible to take on the thought of communion, which is celebrating his death until he comes again. And many of you, many of you will be living at his return. 
Well, I want to do this correctly, so where do I look for this communion? Well, it's in 1 Corinthians 11 and verses 23 through 26. And it says uh, in the end of 23, the Lord Jesus in the night in which he was betrayed, oh, he was betrayed, yeah, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body which is for you, do this in remembrance of me. And by his stripes you are healed. And I know many a person that takes this daily and finds healing in his body. I am one of those who has not been sick in eight years because of taking daily communion. I, I, I say that in great confidence. So let's take that bread together. Thank you, Lord. By your stripes, Lord, I'm healed. The 39 stripes you took on your back before you went to the cross. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Now, as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. And as I said before, you may very well welcome in the second coming of the Lord. It's God's plan. Thank you, Lord. Now, there are some of you who doubt religion. And you may say, well, that's not for me. Uh, but I'm talking about relationship. I mentioned relationship in the very beginning of this program. And in 2 Corinthians 6, it says this. God is speaking. At the acceptable time, and this is Second Corinthians 6, verse 2. God speaking, at the acceptable time, I listened to you. Not religion, I listened to you. 
and on the day of salvation, I helped you. He's right here. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. He goes on to say in verse 16, in the second part there, I will dwell in him and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Is that religion or relationship? To me, it's relationship. Now, he knows where you've been and what you've been doing. He says, therefore, in the next verse, come out of their midst and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean, and I will, what? I will welcome you. And then the last verse says in verse 18, I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. How about that? A relationship with God the Father and God the Son? This has truly changed your relationship with him. Now you are one of his children, fulfilling your destiny. Amen? Amen. And I will tell you, we need to tell Satan to get off our turf. Get off our property. Fill your house with music, Christian music. Think and read the word and the promises of God. And join me in this prayer. Heavenly Father, your warrior, yes, that's you. Your warrior prepares the battle for battle. Today I claim victory over Satan by putting on the whole armor of God. I put on the girdle of truth. May I stand firm in the truth of your word. Yes, those many words spoken. So I will not be a victim of Satan's lies. The one thing he doesn't want you to know is the truth that sets you free. I put on a breath of righteousness may it guard my heart from evil so I will remain pure 
and holy, protected under the blood of Jesus Christ. You see what the blood does? It guards your heart from evil. I will put on the shoes of peace, and I stand firm in the good news of the gospel, so your peace will shine through me and be a light to all I encounter. Remember what we talked about? Being his light? I take the shield of faith. May I be ready for Satan's fiery darts of doubt. Denial and deceit for I will not be vulnerable to spiritual defeat. Just making us stand there. I put on the helmet of salvation. May I keep my mind focused on you so Satan will not have a stronghold on my thoughts. Oh, you see? God knows. I take the sword of the Spirit. May the two-edged sword of your word be ready in my hands. Power in the word. All right? So I can expose the tempting words of Satan. Catches him as a liar. By faith, your warrior has put on the full armor of God. I am prepared to live this day in spiritual victory. Amen and amen. I want to tell you, it's uh, really kind of awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I uh, I want to close this program out with. Uh, the words of Ephesians 3.20, and I uh, I just want you to hear these words. Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. That's what's going to happen. And uh, we give this over to Shannon. And uh, we need to also let you know that uh, I'm moving in January to the evening show uh, at 7 p.m. on Thursdays, like before. So, it's an evening program in January. Month of December will be off. And uh, there'll be no program on the uh, Thanksgiving in our country. It's a big thing. And uh, for you Canadians who uh, celebrated it in October, I agree with you. 
So anyway, uh, dear Shannon. Yes, uh, sure. Come on over. Great word today, Brother Gary. What would you like to title this for the archive today? Oh, gee, I never thought about that. Uh, Trusting the Lord in Faith. Excellent. Now, Brother Gary, I want you to give out your contact information. How do people reach you in your ministry? Well, I'm telling you we're having a lot of excitement because the way um, the way the program is is taking off, and uh, I want you to tell people to listen in. I want you to to let others know about this program that's going to feed you the truth that sets the captives free. And the email is justintimeministries.com and uh, if you want to send us an email and your prayer, you want prayer, you're having trouble. We're brothers and sisters in the Lord, and we need to reach out to one another in prayer. Just in Time Ministries 15 at gmail.com. That's Just in Time Ministries 15 at gmail.com. So, I just want you to know, the enemy is knowing that his time is short. You've got to get everyone to listen to this program, because it's going to set the captives free, and it's going to bring forth healing. How about daily communion being I haven't been sick one day in the last eight years. I tell you, the enemy doesn't want you. I never had COVID-19. I never took a shot or vaccination. No, I didn't have to. I had God's medicine, and that was the communion that I took. Now, you have to be smart about yourself because the enemy wants to take you down. And you have to follow through so you're ready to receive the fullness of God's blessing. Amen. Amen. We love and appreciate you, Brother Gary. Great word today. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you, and we're going to see you back. All right, and happy Thanksgiving to you and your family and to our fellow listeners. I tell you, you are my family, radio family, and I wish you the very best of Easter and Thanksgiving and Passover and pray for the people of Jerusalem. And uh, we just, we, we need to, to hold them up in prayer 
because this is the attack of the enemy and the last day of the their holiday was an attack on men, women, and children. And uh, we need we need this to be resolved. And if only they let the hostages free, there would be a, a hesitation in battle so that everyone could get the necessary food, water, medicine, treatment that they need. Don't believe a thing about people gathering in London or somewhere in this United States and believe that this isn't all done with a plan and a purpose of the enemy. All right? You have your marching orders. Go get them. And pray. (laughs) And pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Gary, for coming on today. And we'll see you again soon, brother. We love you. All right. God bless. And love you. Thank you, sir. That was Brother Gary Stafford. Going strong for Jesus. He's in his late 80s now. I'm so thankful to have Brother Gary on tonight and the many men and women of God that have not quit. They go until the Lord says, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Come home. We've been blessed to get many great warriors. Seasoned. Been in the battle for decades. That's who we need on this program. I'm not looking for young whippersnappers, as the old saying goes. I'm looking for people that are battle-tested. And they're getting rare. Men are getting their promotion. I was looking today at some of the programs that we put up, and I said, well, I won't be able to get Dr. Pat on anymore. She went home be with Jesus. Denise Matthews, she's gone too. Al Cuppet, he's gone too. And I was looking down the list, several were gone. But praise God, we got them on the program. We taped them. And we've got many great archives to learn from still. Over 10,000, almost 600 shows. I think this is 10,600 a day. This one we just did. Okay, I'm going to save this. We'll be right back. Coming up next, we've got Brother John Terrell. Here we go. I'm dialing. 